This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. More and more people have to rely on food banks because of the COVID-19 pandemic. And the numbers keep climbing. In June, for instance, food bank use was up 22% over the same month last year. By August, it had grown to 51% more than last year. 67%, two-thirds of those who responded to a survey, say they skipped a meal in order to pay for other necessities like rent, transportation, or phone and internet bills. And when they finish paying for these necessities, many food bank users are left with just about eight bucks a day. I'd like to give the numbers if uh, this is affecting you or people you know, or what are your thoughts on this? Uh, the numbers 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And now I am joined by Neil Hetherington, who is the CEO of the Daily Bread Food Bank. Hi, Neil. Hi, Libby. How are you? Fine, thanks. Um, was there anything in your report that surprised you? Oh, that's a, a great question. Um, you know what? Uh, what surprised me was the uh, the rise of uh, of child hunger um, that we've seen, uh, particularly since the pandemic. Um, so, uh, so, and a very difficult uh, uh, reality for for so many. Um, so the report talks about that. The report that we released called Who's Hungry 2020 uh, speaks to the rise in food bank usage before the pandemic, about a 5.4% increase um, uh, in uh, uh, usage year over year. And then you mentioned in the introduction what has gone on as a percentage of, you know, every month it's increased by this percent and another percent. I'll just give you sort of the real-time stats in terms of what what happened this last October. We had 110,000 client visits in a single month. We've never had anywhere close to that. 110,000. I mean, it's it's double the size of Barry uh, in terms of of uh, usage. So um, so we're obviously very concerned about the numbers and um, and obviously the people behind the numbers, um, the individuals who uh, have to make that uh, that decision to uh, uh, to to make ends meet by coming to a food bank. Is there any change in the demographics? So what I'm asking is, um, you mentioned an increase in child hunger, which is terrible. It's frankly something that I would expect because of a lack of things like breakfast programs. Uh, But I'm wondering, you know, we keep hearing about people losing their businesses, not being able to hang on. Uh, Have you seen more people who are in that position, business owners who've lost their business or people who've uh, lost their jobs? Yes. uh, You know, we are seeing a lot of new faces. There has been a 200% increase in the number of new clients uh, coming to food banks. and I know that you know visiting uh, one of our food banks and walking uh, walking the lineup and and, and uh, seeing individuals. There was a, a friend of mine from that I hadn't seen for quite some time uh, for for about a you know a, 
uh, five, ten years. Um, and he was he was in line and he was getting food for his family five. I had no idea that he was in a difficult uh, situation from an income perspective. And, um, you know, we had a, a good conversation about what had happened. He was uh, laid off and needs to do what he needs to do. And he was putting his family first. And um, was he horrified he, when he saw you? I'm sorry. Was he horrified when he saw you? You know, you make that uh, decision. We were we saw each other, you know, maybe twenty feet away, and there was that "should I go up and say hello" kind of conversation, and or that uh, you have. Should I have that conversation? And um, and I decided no. You know, at that point, um, he needed to know that I uh, care about him, and uh, and that we at Daily Bread care. And that I would have that conversation and and just see how he's doing and and perhaps there are other services that we provide that might be of uh, help uh, to him and so uh, so we we make it a low barrier uh, process to come to the food bank. Um, there should be no shame in 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 uh, uh, experiencing poverty and so we uh, we we There's make it a great deal of shame possible. in it whether there should be or not. They're, they're, well, and we're going to do our part to sort of change that, and uh, and so we'll. Um, uh, so we we had a good conversation, and uh, and he's emblematic of of a whole host of things that are going on. You know, when we talk about you know in the previous segment, we talk about COVID, and uh, and, and the working poor. Um, the map of who is contracting COVID overlays almost perfectly with food bank usage in the city um, in terms of what are the, the areas of population uh, that, are, that are at higher risk. And so uh, um, we know that uh, individuals who are experiencing poverty are having to go on public transportation. They're not able to work from home. They are uh, individuals who uh, are often personal support workers who uh, need to, to be at their position every single day, and that puts them at higher risk. And, uh, and so um, we are, uh, we're keenly interested in the recommendations of this report, I'd encourage everybody, you know, uh, often I, I, I make an appeal for food or funds. Today, I, I am making an appeal that people read this report by Talia Bronstein. She wrote an incredible report here with detailed recommendations on how all of us can advocate for systemic change. And, um, and what are, give me, give me the, uh, the Coles notes. What right, are I'll the recommendations? You, I'll give you the, 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 the three buckets. Uh, of uh, of recommendations. The first one is is around affordable housing for all. You know, housing should be and is a human right. We would need to make sure that the national housing strategy gets implemented, just like we need to make sure that the national uh, poverty reduction strategy gets implemented. And the recommend the the second recommendation is around elimination of deep poverty through uh, through uh, income supports where appropriate. And then the third one is around uh, making employment a pathway out of poverty. Um, there are a whole host of individuals. When you talked about sort of the changing demographic of people who are coming to food banks, it's individuals who statistically may have been employed, but they were employed by put, cobbling together two or three part-time jobs with no benefits. And so it's those individuals in situations of precarious employment that we think there can be uh, solid uh, pathways forward through decent uh, policies that not only uh, supports the individuals, but supports our economy. You also said something about how long you think it will take uh, for people to get over this food insecurity. Yeah, you know, I... 
the 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 report um you know if 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 uh, passed as prologue then we know that in 2008 and 9 the peak usage of food banks was was actually uh, about two and a half three years after um, the, uh, the the financial meltdown and so our numbers continue to increase and I'm fearful that they'll continue to increase for that same amount of time unless we take that hopeful route that hopeful route of looking at those recommendations and saying you know we've gone through this experience together is there any way we can learn from it and start to have uh, uh, healthy conversations about what is the best way forward that protects the population, that ensures decent social policies, as well as uh, economic fuel. Okay, uh, final question. Uh, how are you doing with donations? Are your donations at least going up? We have seen uh, our financial donations increase, um, and we are deeply grateful because that's allowed us to purchase food because we've seen a, a pretty significant decrease in the amount of food that individuals have uh, have been able to donate to us. And we understand that. Um, at the same time, we're, we're, we're suggesting and hopeful that um, people will, will read this report, look at the recommendations, and maybe give their elected official a call. Um, you know, the, the advocacy role cannot be understated. If we are serious about uh, eliminating uh, deep poverty and and living out our Canadian values. And I think we need to use this moment to say uh, to all of our elected officials, as we build back, let's build back in a value-based, sensible fashion. Okay. Neil Hetherington from the Daily Bread Food Bank. Thank you so much. Thanks, Libby. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.